Well, greetings all of our Facebook, YouTube, and Charisma Podcast family. We want to welcome you to our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. It is a privilege to be with you, uh, and we're excited to come to you, and we're, we're gracious and grateful that God has allowed us his grace to be able to come and minister to you. So I'm going to give you just a minute to join in, and as you're doing so, just let us know where you're joining in from. We're believing God is already moving in a tremendous way in this new year. It is a year of multiplication and favor for the remnant and a year of divine justice on the systems of this world. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. So I'm going to ask you if you would to do that work of the evangelist. God bless you. Sister Nita Campos, so good to see you. Um, do that work as you're coming in. I'm going to do the same. We're going to prepare uh, for the word of God today. We believe God is going to speak tremendously. Bless you, Sister Violet, uh, coming from the OC. Welcome. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we believe God is going to speak. Pastora Lorraine, all the way from Fresno. Blessings to you uh, and the Love's Church family. We're praying the blessing of the Lord over you, Pastor Jaime, and the, and the family and the ministry. Uh, thank you for being with us. I'm going to give you just another minute or two as you're coming in. Again, let us know where you're coming in from. We want to greet and salute you and pray that God would add increase uh, to your life, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, and then also financial. God wants to move uh, spiritually and then naturally in your life. So we're believing for that. We believe God is going to speak tremendously today. And we're looking forward to the word of the Lord. I'm going to ask you as you're coming in. Also, as I'm about to do, you see, I've got my phone here. I'm going to begin to uh, share the podcast, uh, like the podcast. I'm going also on my page. Good to see you, Juan Leon. God bless you. Blessings to you. Melissa, so good to see you. Uh, Sister Melissa, the Lord bless you. But I'm, I'm uh, grabbing my phone here and I'm going to the Facebook, uh, to YouTube and Facebook and I'm getting to that This Rock International page, and I'm getting hitting that like button now and that share. So if you could share the good news of Jesus, how do you uh, share that good news? By hitting share on your page, and you can release that seed of share. Bless you, Sister Valerie. The Lord bless you. Uh, tag us, like us. Make sure you're following. You hit that subscribe button. Those watching on YouTube, the Lord bless you. And I'm doing that now as we're getting ready for the word of the Lord. We believe God is going to speak supernaturally and that he's going to get glory through that. And we're asking for his wisdom to come, his power and his favor. Sister Anna Rosa, the Lord bless you. Uh, welcome, Sister Wendy. Thank you for joining us. The Lord bless you. Sister Yolanda, thank you for being with us. Uh, blessing you, Brother Livingston, all the way from South Africa, our friends and family. Uh, blessing to you, your wife, your daughter. And we're praying that God bless and increase you this year, Brother Livingston, that God is going to move tremendously on your ministry and things are going to be very clear in the next six weeks. I see that coming very rapidly. Sister Monica, the Lord bless you. But, uh, Yvonne, uh, thank you for joining us. Ivan, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're praying that God move mightily, 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 and the favor of the Lord's grace would rest upon every hearer of the word today. And that we would be strengthened and changed and transformed. I'm also going down to our YouTube. I'm doing the same. And I'm hitting the like button. That I am also sharing that onto our Instagram platform. And we're asking that God would get glory. And that God would be lifted as we share the podcast as we like it. We're believing God to release more increase 
of influence and the, the purpose of that is believing that God will get glory through everything we do, spirit, soul, and body, and that he will be exalted in every area of our lives. So I'm praying over this podcast. I believe God is going to speak supernaturally to everyone that's uh, on the podcast, and I'm praying for his grace to abound in a supernatural way. So I'm doing the same. I am uh, sharing the YouTube and the Facebook and we're going to release the word of the Lord. Let's get right to that. Uh, good to see you, Monica. Welcome, welcome, Sandra. The Lord bless you. Uh, thank you for being with us. Amen. You receive that, Brother Livingston, in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's start with a word of prayer. We're going to get right to the word of the Lord, and we're going to ask that God would speak to us in a powerful way and that he would get glory and honor through what we're doing in this season. So let's start with a word of prayer and get right to the word. Heavenly Father, we come before you. We ask you to speak to our hearts, our minds, open up uh, the spirit realm to, to reveal mysteries, kingdom insights, perception, wisdom, revelation. I pray now that you would increase and that we would decrease, that men would hear your word and your word alone. I pray that you would speak today and that we would be edified, encouraged, and revived for the, for the thing that we're about to see and the refreshing of your presence lord let it come forth with power with provision with authority with dominion and with spiritual revelation open up the eyes of our spirit to discern the truth that makes free and i ask you for miracles and signs and wonders in jesus mighty name if you agree somebody say amen and amen good to see you sister yolanda the lord bless you uh good to see you carrie thank you for being with us hopper the lord bless you Sh shamila thank you for joining us all the way from Ontario, uh, Sister Shamila, thank you for watching. Joseph Carrillo, amen. We're glad you're here. Anna, thank you for being with us. All right, let's get started with the word of the Lord. And we're going we're gonna to go to the book of, uh, again, Monica Campos, welcome. We're going to the book of Romans 8.21. And uh, one of the focuses of this podcast is to believe that creation and to stand on God's word, that creation, here is what the Bible says, because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, I, I, let me encourage you. I am excited to see Jesus. God bless you, brother Danny Bonet. The Lord bless you, man of God. I'm excited to get to heaven uh, Jaime can, but Pastor Jaime, the Lord bless you as well. I, I'm looking for the appearance of our Lord, but let me encourage you. We must understand biblical um, eschatology, bi biblical interpretation, and we must preach the, the right word at the right time. And I believe that Jesus is coming for us. But as I often say, before he comes for us, he must come through us. Bless you, Jessica. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, he's got to come through it. There are things that must be done. And this scripture here, they're going to put that back up. Creation must be delivered. Everything created, seen and unseen, earthly. It's called the times of restitution. We'll see the church of Jesus Christ rise and the gates of hell not prevail. Before God judges a world, he must show the glory of God to a world. Then he can judge that world. Again, the Bible is not a, 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 a book of theories. Bless you, Brother Z. Welcome to the podcast. Brother Anthony, thank you for joining us. Uh, again, the Bible is not a book of theories. It is a book to see that is that has commanded us to preach with demonstration. And so God cannot judge a world that has not seen his glory. 
And, and I understand that when we go, the door of grace closes behind us. When we leave, uh, there it sets off a, a, a series of peace and then tribulation. And now the door of grace closes when the church goes. So I want to go. I want to see Jesus. But let me encourage you. There are some things that have to happen before we go. Bless you, Sister Lisa. There are some things that must take place. Though it is dark out there, though the world is shaking, don't you be afraid. Creation has a being that must be delivered from bondage and corrupted leadership into glorious liberty, into glory that produces freedom. And the only answer for America, for South Africa, for the UK, for the world around us is God's glory coming through the sons and daughters of God. The earth is waiting for the manifestation. All the earth is waiting for the Lord to see the glory. So yes, there's darkness out there. Yes, there are wars and rumors of wars. Yes, there's perversion and wickedness and 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 there's there's things around us we've never seen before but don't you be afraid for there is somebody with you that's greater than against you there is somebody in you who has rivers of living water that wants to flow out of you that you are more than a conqueror not in your own power but through Christ you can do all things through through the God that strengthens you that no weapon formed against you will prosper so as much as I'm, I want to see Jesus as much as I I can't wait to be caught away and and hear that trumpet there are things that must happen before we see that so to preach he's coming any day now to preach he may be here tomorrow as 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 genuine as that may be there it, it, it freezes you see why build a community why start a business? Why, 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 why start your ministry? Why write the book if he could be there tomorrow? Let me, let me help you. Let me, let me help you. He can, he can come, but he will not violate his word. And he said, I'm going to build a church in whom the gates of hell would not prevail. And I'm going to give that church the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Are you hearing me? And when he gives the church the keys, that operate anything they bind in the earth will be bound in heaven anything they they loosen the earth will be loosened i'm coming for a glorious church ezekiel speaks of a a, a graveyard a, a a dry valley full of dry bones in ezekiel 37 and the spirit of god breathes on these bones and now bone to bone and joint to joint and flesh to flesh the bible says go there if you would ezekiel 37 I, I, i'm in the word now there are things that got to be fulfilled and so i'm not angry at people that are preaching misinformed uh, tradition or preaching uh, that uh, again things uh, of his coming which he is coming but he's coming in glory, in power to see salvation. Ezekiel 37, one says, Ezekiel chapter 37, the hand of the Lord carried me into the spirit and he set me down in the middle of a graveyard. And that's what sometimes it feels like the church is dealing with dry bones, dead things that they say the church is dead. They mock the church and he caused me to, to, to surpass around it again first he's in in a valley surrounded by bones but then he steps into the spirit and now he's surrounding the valley i want you to say this with me i'm surrounding what was surrounding me i need you to get this perspective the moment you step in the spirit you may have been surrounded but now what is surrounding you you now surround it and he caused me to surround it behold there were uh, very many bones in a valley and they were very dry so let me remind you, God is not using the systems of the past. 
There are patterns of the past. He's using the structure of the past, the bones, but not the flesh of the past, not the sinew of the past, not the skin of the past, not the, not the organs of the past, but he will use the bones, the structures of the past. You can't throw it all out. You can't do everything the way you want to do it, the way I want to do it. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, oh Lord, you know. So God is talking to Ezekiel because he represents man. He's the one with dominion. He said, again, he said to me, prophesy to the bones and say, oh ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you. I will lay sinews upon you. I will bring flesh upon you. I will cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live. So God tells the man what to say because God has all the power, but man has all the authority. I'm going to remind you with authority comes responsibility. And God didn't say, let us, let, we, we're going to have dominion me and God. He said, let them have dominion. Genesis 1 26, God gave dominion to man. So God tells the man what to say. And then the man on the earth says in the earth, what God is saying. Well, God has the power. That's right. But man has the authority. Son of man, say this. I need you to say this. After Genesis 1 26, God is no longer doing things arbitrarily. He is doing things in the earth with man. Everything he does is with a man or a woman. He needs a vessel. He needs mouth. He needs hands. He needs legs. And now, verse 7, I prophesied as I was commanded. So now man says what God says. Are you hearing me? And there was a shaking and bones came together, bone to bone. I behold the sinew, the flesh came upon them, skin covered them, and there was now breath. So now the bones came together. The, the connections came together, the right people, the right places, and the, the sinew and the flesh came, and there was breath. And then he said, prophesy to the wind, son of man, are you watching this? And the wind came, and the Lord said, come from the four winds, O breath. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and they lived and stood upon their feet and became an exceedingly great army. Now, I want you to get, get a revelation of this. We say, well, this is after we go. Hear me about the spirit. The day of the Lord is a day when God gives the keys of the kingdom back to the church. And we go into the world as an army and reap a harvest of souls, of souls, of miracles, of cities, of regions. That doesn't happen after the door of grace is closed. See, the day of the Lord, if the day of the Lord is after and now, and now we go and we come back, that's when we rule with a rod of iron. People aren't coming in. There are many souls in the valley of decision. And there is an end time harvest that has been prophesied. But if we leave, how will that harvest ever come? Are you hearing me by the spirit? So it doesn't mean you don't need to preach his coming. But right now we need to preach his coming through us before he comes for us. So that prophecy releases a wind to a ready people. And when God does this, the church becomes an army and they begin to go and enforce the will of God in the earth. This is the same prophecy you see in Joel chapter 2. I'm going there. Joel chapter 2, you see the fulfillment of it. Joel, the book of Joel, the prophet Joel is prophesying chapter 2 and verse number 1, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm. See, there are multiple trumps, but the last trump is the catching away. But there are multiple trumps in the earth. See, there was a sound of rushing mighty wind. It was, wasn't wind, it, wasn't a, it was a sound. And 120 trumpets begin to blow. 
like you find in, in Chronicles. There were 120 trumpeteers that dedicated the tabernacle and they made one sound and one voice. In the book of Acts chapter 2, there were 120 in the upper room blowing a sound. A wind was coming through those 120 trumpets. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in the mountain. Let the inhabitants of the earth tremble for the day of the Lord is at hand. It is near us. The day of the Lord. What is the day? It's a moment in time, I believe, a generation that God says it belongs to me. It's when I lift up righteousness and I bring low wickedness. It's when I cause mountains to be to be brought low and valleys to be made high. It's when I make crooked ways straight and rough places smooth. It's when I release the power of God on my remnant who know my name, who know my nature, and I bring low wicked perversion, sickness, and sin, and I give authority to the church, and they go and reap a harvest of souls. They go and heal the sick and raise the dead, and they go into nations with authority and with dominion that's the day of the lord that is the mo it's not 24 hours it is a moment in time that god says this is my generation the bible talks about it in hebrews and it talks about it in revelation there will be a people who I will be their God, he said and they will be my people and I will remember their sins and their iniquities no more and they will be my God and I will be their people and I will dwell I will tabernacle with them I will write my laws in their mind and in their hearts and their sins will I remember. They will be mine that I will be there. What he always wanted with Israel, but Israel wouldn't give him. Doesn't mean God doesn't love Israel. There is a heavenly Jerusalem. Look at verse 2 of Joel 2. A day of darkness, a day of gloominess, a day of thick clouds, a day of sin and perversion. Same verse in Isaiah 60. Verse 1, sickness and darkness covering the people, covering the nation, perversion and wickedness everywhere. And I understand people get nervous. I've got kids too. I've got a wife too. I want them to be safe. I want them to be well, but I can't tell them we're about to leave here if we haven't reaped the harvest of nations. I can't tell my church we're just about to get out of here if, if God hadn't saved the sick and hadn't saved uh, the many in the valley of decision, if God hadn't raised the dead. He said the last enemy to be defeated was death. That means the church is going to get the key over death and have some resurrections before we get out of here. I said the last enemy to be swallowed up is death. God wants to give that key to the church so that we see resurrection not once a year, once every 10 years, so the dead is raised with regularity. The blinded eyes are open. Are you hearing me by the Spirit? There is a sound of victory. We've got to hear it in our, our spirit. Yes, I know we're going to see him one day, but that day ain't today. There is a day of victory. It's called the day of his power. A day of darkness, clouds and thick darkness as the morning spread upon the mountains. The high places are covered with darkness, but we're going to go into those mountains and shine as light. A great people, read this here, Joel 2, a great people, a mighty, a strong. There has never been the like them, and there will never be any more after them, even to the years of men. I, I remember reading this years ago. He said, son, you're a part of those people. I'm going to help. I'm going to raise you up to lead an army like that. I said, Lord, who am I? I'm just a boy. I'm, I'm only a teenager. He said, no, I'm showing you this thing, that there was an army going to arise, and they were going to go into the earth. There's never been people like this one, and there'll never be a people like this in any generation. They are mine. They have ears to hear and hearts to discern. They've, you've never seen these people before. Are you hearing? These people 
I said, these people, bless you, Prophet Robert. I said, these people will have a fire in front of them. And behind them, the flame of God will burn. And the land is as the garden of it. See, these people have the glory of God as their weapon. In front of them, the fire of God is burning. Behind them, the flame of God is burning. The land becomes as a garden. You all know what that means? Now the land obeys you the way it obeyed Jesus. The curse that is on the ground is removed because their mind is renewed. Their hearts are refreshed and they go into the earth and whatever they say in the earth is bound from heaven. Whatever they say in the earth is... Imagine the fear that the nations will fear. Imagine the trembling that wicked men in high places will feel. Imagine the, the shaking of the earth that will happen when corrupted politicians and corrupted kings and corrupted preachers and, and perverse men are watching an army arise full of the Holy Ghost and fire. Imagine these people rising. He said, there's never been them. They've got the glory in front of them. They've got the fire behind them. The land is like the garden behind. That means every place they step, everything they say is in the will of God. They don't have the, the anointing on the weekend and go back into the flesh. They live in the spirit. Oh, behind them is a desolate waste wilderness and nothing can escape these people. The appearance of them is like the appearance of horsemen. They will accelerate. They're going to run. They're going to outrun chariots. They're going to outrun systems. They're going to outrun economic systems, uh, school systems. They're going, to, they're going to go into all seven mountains and build kingdom systems that will outrun. Their technology will outrun Elon Musk. Their technology will outrun Amazon. And their technology will outrun you. They, they will take what God has appointed in this moment. Verse 5, the noise of chariots like the sound of chariots on the top of mountains. They don't climb mountains. They go from mountain top to mountain. The sound of chariots on the top of mountains. They leap from mountain top to mountain. That's why righteousness is a key. That's why integrity is a key. That's why you can't have flesh. That's why you can't be, be sleeping with a church member. That's why you can't be stealing offerings. That's why you can't be drinking and smoking and cussing and, and doing drugs because you've got to have a, 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 a garment that is white because the only way you can go from mountaintop to mountaintop, it's not self-righteousness. It's righteousness that comes from God. You've got to invade this harlot. There's a harlot on top of these mountains. It's a spirit of seduction, and she breathes murders and threatenings, but if you're wearing your garment of white righteousness, the devil can't stop you the appearance is like the appearance of horsemen they run on the top of mountains verse 5 like the frame of fire they devour stubble they devour stubble they 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 you, you remember the bible says that you can put on on the altar silver gold stones wood hay stubble they begin to devour the mess that's in the church they begin to see the fire burn out this junk they devour stubble, a strong people set in battle array. Their face, the Bible says, before their face, the people are much pained and all them gather black. They were these people the world is afraid of. Not because they're mean to people. They're mean to demons and devils and powers and spirits of wickedness that have kept the church under their thumb. They walk in another level of power and authority. Look at verse 7. They run like mighty men. They climb the walls like men and women of war. And they march everyone in their rank. And they will not break their ranks. They are in perfect alignment. They are moving in, synchron in synchronization. They are operating in an authority. Neither shall one thrust one another. They, they don't want to get in my lane. And I don't want to get in your lane. 
Therein, it's called, Ephesians calls this the unity of the faith. You see, the Bible says, right about Ephesians, hold your finger there. Go to Ephesians chapter, uh, we're going to Ephesians chapter 4. says, we've been given apostles uh -huh, and prophets and evangelists and teachers. We're, we're going right there. This is where we are. Uh, verse number uh, verse number 11, Ephesians 4.11, he gave apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. Look at verse number 12, for the perfection of the saints. The church will come into perfection, into maturation. You say it's not possible. You haven't seen it done yet. You haven't seen what the blood can really do. He's not just going to forgive sin. He's going to cleanse sin. He's not just going to cover up sin. He's going to eradicate sin. This, this blood has so much power that preachers are afraid to preach what it can really do. It can regenerate a mind. It can regenerate a soul. How can we stay in this flesh and in this sin? If the blood is working on us, it's got to get my mind ready and my, my mouth ready and my body ready and my marriage ready and my children. It's got to work. Work on the inside. You got to let it do what it's meant to do. That blood has power to not only forgive sin, but to cleanse sin, to drive it away. It is called the remission of sin, the, the sending away of this sin gene. Not just have it every week and live with it. You can be well, you can be whole, you can be righteous in the name because the measure of a man or woman of God in authority and power is determined by their righteousness and their purity that when God takes you to a palace, you can only want God and not yourself. Read this here, verse 12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of ministry to build up the body. I said to build up, read, and we have these functions until, I'm in the King James Version now, and it says until, verse number 13, until, until we all come to the unity of the faith, to the knowledge of the Son of Man, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the four. Are you reading this? That these five functions work until we come to the unity of the faith. That means one perfect man, no big eye, no little, yeah, there will be lead, I saw leaders, but I didn't see apostles and prophets and everyone else way down here. I saw a unity of the faith, men and women walking in their measure, in their metron. It's called the unity of, that's what we were just reading in the book of Joel. They walked in perfect rank. They, they didn't push one another. They didn't desire someone else's authority. They weren't jealous of somebody else's favor. They weren't hating on people. They were, they were glad with what God had given them. They were living in the flesh. They were living in the spirit. This is called the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. To, we, we, we come to this knowledge of the Son in us and through us to a complete and perfect man and I need you to highlight this, put this in the comment section, to the measure, which is the metron, of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is, is so Bible and so truth, people won't preach it. That we will walk in the measure, which is the metron. This word measure is the word metron, the measurement. And the Bible says the Holy Ghost was given to Jesus without measure. And so there will be a generation that has the spirit without measure. The limitless, infinite will of God through a man or woman he can trust in small things to rule in great things to the stature, which is the word halakia, the age, the, the maturation, the matureness, the maturity of a thing, of the fullness of Christ on men. Go back to Joel where we were, Joel 2. 
the unity of the faith. Hear me about the spirit. The unity of the faith. Verse number eight, neither shall one thrust, Joel 2, 8, one another. They will walk everyone in his path. They will fall upon the sword and they will not be wounded. Go back to seven. They will run like mighty men and women. They will climb the wall like men of war and they will march everyone in his ways and they will not break their ranks. I need you to put that in the comment section. They will not break their ranks. They, they ain't going to move from their post. They, I, I don't like it. I don't feel it. No, they are going to walk in their rank. They won't break rank. If you don't understand rank, you cannot be a part of this kingdom army. You, 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 you can preach all you want. You can have all the church you want. But if you don't understand rank, rank isn't about age. Rank isn't about what I feel. Rank is by divine appointment in the Holy Ghost. And the spirit understands rank, but the natural mind fights the rank of God. And if you don't get this, you will miss what you're meant to be. I will miss what I'm meant to be in this last day. They will not break their ranks. There are so many because of offense, because of flesh, because of familiarity. They are breaking ranks and they don't even know it. They are disqualifying themselves, not from a church, not from a movement, not from conferences. They're disqualifying themselves from being a part of the kingdom assignment. They will not break their ranks. I'm going to say it again. Neither shall one thrust one another, but they walk everyone in their own path. When you realize what God gives you, you don't ever have to be jealous of somebody else. The favor on somebody else, the doors of somebody else, the finances of somebody else. You will realize God gave you everything you need and he'll bless you in your appointed time. When they read this verse 8 and when they fall, I need you to read this with me. I need you to put this in the comment section. When they fall upon the sword, they will not be wounded. You know what that means, sir? They are bulletproof. They are fireproof. They, they, are, uh, they are bombproof. They, you, you fall on the sword, it doesn't hurt them. When, when they are wounded on the sword, they, they, they can move in this level of glory where they cannot die before their time because they're moving in the will of God. I'll say it again. When they fall on the sword, it shall not harm them. They are walking in glory. They will run to and fro in cities. They will take these cities. You think these cities are the devils. You think they belong to men. They do not. They don't belong to the USA, though I love America. They don't belong to California, though I love California. They don't belong to South Africa, though South Africa has a place in the heart of God. They don't belong to UK and London and the, and the palace and Buckingham. They belong to God. He said, I'm going to rebuild the wasted cities. Who's going to do it? The army of God. You say, that's too big, apostle. That'll never happen till after the millennial reign. You understand, you got to understand this, that when that happens, after the church leaves, the door of grace is closed. Then how can they be saved if there's no more door of grace? When we go, that day is over, sir. That day is over, ma'am. So there must be a harvest. There must be a glory. There must be a church on fire, walking in authority to reap the spoils of souls to reap the spoils of nations, to heal the sick and to raise the dead. This is called the day of the Lord. They will run to and fro in cities. They will run upon walls. They will climb upon houses. They will enter. They come in and they take the harvest. They, they, like a, they come in like a thief. They just come in and take what's God's, what the devil took. They take it 
back by the glory. This is why you were, if you can hear me and you're under the sound of my voice, that means you are sharing this generation and the last shall be first. And I do believe this, that we are the last generation, that our children and grandchildren will do things that we could not do. But there must be a group of leaders that rise up and fathers and mothers in the spirit that rise up with wisdom and counsel and go beyond where anyone has ever gone so they can be Joshua and Caleb to this next generation that's rising up, which are transgenerational. They will run upon the wall. They will climb into houses. They will see harvest and break generational bloodlines. The earth will quake before them. The heavens will tremble. The sun and the moon shall be dark and the stars will be dry. You want to know the earth begins to quake before this army. The fire of God is their weapon. The glory is their protection. Enemies come and it can't stop them. Like, like the, the soldiers came to stop the prophet Elijah, Elisha. And, and, and he was surrounded by soldiers of Assyria. And the prophet said, Lord, open his eyes. And God made the soldiers go blind for a season. He didn't permanently blind them. He blinded them for a season. And the Bible says the prophet took him by the hand, took him back to Israel. And Israel said, the king of Israel said, my father, God is going to give the key back to the church, to the prophet of God, to the real man and woman of God. And the king will call the, the, the prophet father, my father. What shall we do with them? Shall we slay them? He said, no, give them bread, give them water and turn your friend and turn your enemy into your ally. This is how it's going. The glory is the answer. It is the power. Television knows it. Movies know it. Something supernatural is going to happen, but it ain't happening through no witch and no warlock. It ain't happening through no diviner or no encanter. It ain't happening through no demon or devil or spiritual source and power of demonic. It's coming through the church of Jesus Christ who knows who they are. And those that know who they are, will do who their God is, uh, will do great exploits. The earth will quake. The heavens will tremble. Heavens what do you mean heavens tremble? He said, I'm going to shake not only earth, but heaven as well. I'm, I'm over in the book of Hebrews now. I'm over in the prophets. I'm going to shake everything. Heaven's going to shake. Heaven don't shake. I'm realigning things up here to move like down there. I'm going to shake it and it will tremble. The sun and the moon will be dark and the, whatever was bright won't be bright. I, hear me by the spirit. All of you football fans, all of you, all of you soccer fans, all of you rugby fans, I'm not mad at you. Okay, I, I happen to like sports. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not mad, but that's what we celebrated because man is not in the glory. We're celebrating a guy kick a ball. We're celebrating someone, some, some whoremonger some liar, some drug addict, some abuser. Now, maybe not everybody. And, we're, and, and, and we've enjoyed sports, but that's what we've celebrated up until the glory of God comes. And I saw these stadiums they built for devils and demons and witches and warlocks and sin and perversion. I said sin and perversion and wickedness and God snatching them out of the hands of these sports and putting them into the hands of the children of God not to have a cute little service but to show the glory of God where the dead are raised regular, with regularity where arms are growing back with regularity oh I'm not talking about little headaches being healed I'm talking about infallible proofs and God is going to raise up a movement a movement of God hear me by the spirit you're a part of that 
Now, yeah, that, that's right, Brother Livingston, distractions. and Nothing wrong with enjoying a game or so, but we shouldn't holler louder for our football team, our basketball team, our, our rugby team, our soccer team, than we yell for Jesus. It shouldn't have our attention more than, than Christ has our attention. Are you hearing me? Verse 11 says, The Lord shall utter his voice before his army. The camp is very great. He is strong that executes his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide it? The voice of God over the army of God. Same army of Ezekiel 37. Same army in Joel chapter 2. There was an army going to arrive. Oh, we're singing praise the Lord. I'm an army dressed. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. There is an army. And they are ready to arise. And they are called for this glory. This is a year of multiplication. See, you read 1 Kings 18 verse 30. Gone commanded the prophet to build an altar. 1 Kings 18 30. The Bible says God commanded him to build an altar. And the scripture says, and Elijah called the people near and the people actually came. Scripture tells us this altar that had been broken down. So now the altars of Jehovah are torn down and altars are access points. Altars are like a cell towers. Altars are like Wi-Fi. They're, they're points that release a frequency invisible. And when the altar of Jehovah is torn down and an altar of Baal is risen, Baal has access and Jehovah can't get in. You say, well, in God everywhere? Yes, he is, but he doesn't take dominion where he's not invited. He gave you and I dominion. That's why you got to believe and confess. That's why you got to invite him to come. That's why he knocks at your door, Revelation 3, and says, let me in. If you hear, I'll come in and sup with you. The king of glory is at the door waiting for it to come in. We've got to allow him in, not devils and demons. And Je Jehovah's altars are torn down. And Baal's altars are risen up. And now wickedness is in the land. Now the altars of Baal are, if you read the study of what Baal worship is, you'll find perversion, attacks on children, mutilation of babies, sexual immorality. All of these corrupt things were a part of the sacrifice to Baal. And that's what we're seeing, same-sex same-sex perversion, attack on babies. They would, they would mutilate and kill babies. You say, no, they this is the worship. This is what abortion's about. Not about equal rights or woman's right to choose. It's about Baal coming to take the nation and to rule in sickness and sin. And that's why there's murder in schools. And that's why people are being shot up. And that's why there's destruction. And that's why there's famine. And that's why there was a famine in the land for three and a half years because Jezebel had, had, had moved into the house of, of, of King Ahab. And now there was a curse on the land. Because leadership had been, begun corrupted and God rose up a prophet said, you build an altar. You build it of living stones. You build it on 12 stones. You build it, bless you, Sister Rose, you build that altar. Bible says, go to verse 30, 31. The scripture tells us, and Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of, of the sons of Jacob to whom Israel, to whom the Lord said, the word of the Lord came saying, Israel will be that name. He took 12 stones after 12 tribes. Their name was Jacob, but they would become Israel. They were in this place of transformation. You don't have to have perfection, but you've got to go after God. 
Bless you, Sister Bianca. You've got to chase them. You've got to say, God, put me on that altar. God, purify me. Wash me. Cleanse me. I may not be what I want to be, but I'm not what I used to be. Change me into your image. I'm not Jacob, deceiver, liar, heel grabber. I am Israel. I'm a ruler with God. I'm a prince, but I'm wrestling and I will prevail with God. Verse 32, the Bible says, and there he built an altar in the name of of the Lord. And with those stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord. You understand God is trying to build his name in us. He's trying to strip you of your name and put his name on you. You don't have a name. If you're the bride of Christ, you don't have a name. What is the name of Adam's wife? Her name was woman. Her name was Adam. She wasn't given a name Eve until after she fell and their, their identities were stripped from them. Eve, the mother of us all, darkness. Now that name was given after the fall. Before the fall, her name was Adam. One name, one identity. Go to, uh, uh, go to uh, Genesis 5 verse 2. The Bible says male and female, he created them. He made them male and female and, and blessed them and called their name Adam. What was their name? Adam. Her name was Adam. His name was Adam. He's the first, that was the first Christ. We've got the second Christ. And who is the bride? The church of Jesus. We think we have a name. You don't have a name. I don't have a name. You see, the trouble I get into is when I go in my own name and when I go in my own will and I go in my own agenda and I go in my emotions. But I got to die to myself so he can live through me. So Christ put his name on you. Verse number 32 he built an altar, 1 Kings 18, 32, in the name of the Lord. He's trying to put his name on you. You can't do it in your name. You can only do it in his name. I can't get it done. I can't fix it. I'm just a man. You're just a woman. You're just, you're just a man. You're one individual. But when God gets a hold of a man, that man Moses can change the world. That woman Esther can change the world. That man Joshua can change the world. That woman, that woman, uh, that woman Deborah can change the world. That man Joseph can change. One man and God is the majority. Verse 38, then after God built an altar, after he put sacrifice on it, then the fire of God fell. I want you to repeat after me. Say, there will be fire before there will be water. I want you to get that in your mind. Then the fire of God fell. It consumed the stones. The Bible says the fire fell. It consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stones, the dust, and licked up the water. This is what the fire, it was, the fire was hungry for sacrifice. It was hungry for that which, remember you're in a famine now. And God is sending fire before he sends water. Again, then the Bible says, then he sent fire before he sent water. He sends fire, verse 38. Then verse 41, and Elijah said to Ahab, get up, eat and drink for there is a sound as of an abundance of rain. Then he sent water. You see, fire is purification and water is multiplication. Now we are in a season of multiplication. Now, the remnant are. I don't know who they are, but I know that that's a few. That's a chosen. But in order for you to have multiplication, water, you've got to have purification, fire. God needs to purify. I'm just about done, believe it or not. Joel chapter 9. Joel chapter 9. Actually, Amos. Go back to Amos. I'm looking for Amos chapter 9. I'm going to start at verse number 11. Amos chapter 9, 11. 
Here's what the word says. In that day, I'm going to raise the tabernacle of David that has fallen. I'm going to close up the breaches. I will raise up the ruins and build them as in the last days that I may possess the remnant of Edom and all the heathen which called by my, uh, and, all, and of the heathen which are called by my name, says the Lord. This is radical harvest. The breaches that are torn down from the church are going to be filled. A system is going to be restored, which is the system of the tabernacle of David. The glory will return to the church. The breaches or the gaps that are in the church, that are in the kingdom now, are going to be closed. God is going to raise up ruins like he did before. He's going to restore this thing. We will possess the remnant of Edom and the heathen. So the heathen, the lost, are going to come in, says the Lord. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, 13, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grape, the sower of seed, and the mountains shall drop with sweet wine and the hills shall melt. The days come, says, that the, the, the plowman shall overtake the scriptures. Behold, the days come that the plowman, when you're plowing, it'll overtake the reaper that as you're plowing the ground and getting it ready, you're going to overtake the reaper. And the one that treads the grape, that squeezes the grapes, is going to overtake the sower. That means God's going to press compress time. Seed harvest, seed, such word harvest. You're, going to, you're not going to see time. You're going to step into the spirit. Sweet wine in the hills. I'll bring again the captivity. I will bring out my people from captivity. They shall build the wasted cities and they will possess them. And they will plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. Also make gardens to eat. What is that one? Holy Ghost and fire. They will take cities. When does this happen? When does this happen? Verse 8. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this to you now. Say, say multiplication. Repeat after me. I've said this. I didn't just start saying this last month. I didn't start saying this last year. The Lord told me there was going to be radical shaking. And everything that can be removed would be removed. And only what cannot be removed would remain. That there would be radical shaking this year. I didn't even, it was been more than a year and a half that God has been speaking about this year coming. That there's going to be removal, exposure, first of all in the church and in the world. It is a year of, of radical, radical favor, but divine justice. The chickens are coming home to roost. Read verse 8. Behold, here is what Amos chapter 9 verse 8 behold the eyes of the Lord are upon the sinful kingdom I will destroy it from the face of the earth I will I will I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob saying that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob says the Lord for lo I command I will sift the house of Israel among all nations like as corn is sifted in a sieve Yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. There is a sifting happening now. The sinful kingdom is not the worldly kingdom, though the worldly kingdoms will be assessed. God is not judging people. He's judging Babylon. Babylon is a system. And so there will be fire before there's water. There will be purification before there's multiplication. This The, the stuff you're watching happen, you don't, judge anybody but you must discern you must discern God is bringing the mountain low the high place that was high that lost the fear of God that lost the reverence low and he's going to raise up valleys 
And so we, you, the remnant must come into this place of radical, radical, radical consecration, dedication. You say it doesn't require all that, Apostle. You don't have to live holy. You don't have to get your mind right, your body right, your habits right. We, God is just going to bless the mess. You, we, we will become what the previous generation became if we do not circumcise our ear and our flesh so that as we go into this place, it's him, not us. The requisite, the standard is going to, is about, is being lifted of righteousness in integrity. And God is about to move mightily in purification and multiplication. So I want to encourage you, God is going to release multiplication. Let me say this to you as I'm saying this to me. The fear of the Lord, the reverence of God, integrity, character, faithfulness, consistency. All these things God is going to release a greater grace upon his remnant. There will be fire before there will be water. And fire illuminates what's done in the dark. I'm not just talking about big preachers. And there's a whole, I heard this. There's a whole rink. There's a whole, it's going to be exposed. It's going to come out. Not just hearsay. Pictures and videos and evidence. And you don't need to be shaken by what these big preachers have done. Multiple ones, not just one. There's a rink of this perversion that's going to be exposed that has been in the pulpits of America, the pulpits of nations. It's going to be brought out. And when it happens at the house of God, you're going to also see it happen in government. Presidents, prime ministers, stuff people have paid to keep quiet. People have fought and killed to keep quiet. God is bringing it to the light. I said they killed to keep it quiet, but God is going to expose it. Why? Because God said, I'm about to bring low what man has lifted. And now I'm about to lift up what I'm raising. I'm bringing mountains low, high places low, but I'm bringing valleys high. I'm bringing crooked ways, perverse, I'm making it straight. And I'm bringing the rough, I'm making it smooth. That's the word of the Lord. This is the time when I've got to pray with you. I'm just about done. God needs David to get, hear me. It, it, people say, well, I'm a David. I'm, are, are you? Prepare. Prepare your mind. Prepare your heart. Prepare your marriage. Prepare your kids. Prepare your family. Don't overlook stuff. Don't just stay busy avoiding the things in the house that need attention. You put that time there. Hear me about the spirit. I heard the Lord say, verse 14. Amos chapter 9, I will remove the captivity of the word return. I will again, I will bring again. The word bring again there is the Hebrew word turn back, turn away, remove. I will remove the captivity of my people and I'll build the wasted places and they shall plant vineyards and drink and multiply and have gardens and eat the fruit. It's a season of harvesting. Whatever is in the ground is going to rise up rapidly. So it's imperative that we have right seeds of words and acts and obedience in the ground. Let me encourage you by the Spirit. It's a harvest time. And for some, that's a wonderful thing. And for others, that's not a very good thing. What seeds are in the ground? Verse 15, I will plant them upon their land. And they will no more be pulled up out of their land, which I've given them, says the Lord their God. Go back to Amos 9 verse 1. I saw the Lord standing upon the altar 
I saw the Lord standing upon the, and he said, smite the lintel of the door, the post, that the post may shake and cup them in the head of them. And I will slay the last of them and the, by the sword. And he that fleeth of them shall not flee away and escape. You understand there's a shaking happening. God is standing on the altar. He's ready to strike the, the foundation of the doorposts to see what kind of house it is. Please, by the Spirit, hear me. Don't you be afraid of the devil. Don't you be afraid of wickedness. Don't you be afraid of sin and perversion. Don't you be afraid of wars and rumors of wars and famines and pestilence. But you fear the Lord. Don't fear what man can do to you and the body. Fear the God of heaven. Fear the one who can put your soul in hell. That's what the scripture says. Well, well, he's my friend. He is your friend. But he, don't you fall into, don't you treat God commonly to believe he doesn't, see, if God is going to multiply you, God showed me this about eight years ago now. Whatever is on the head multiplies on the body. If you will be ahead of anything, ahead of a company, ahead of a production studio, ahead of a ministry, if you will be in charge of even a department, whatever the head is, the body's full of, it flows from the, the head goes, the oil hits the, the head and goes on down the body. I want to tell you, it hits the head and goes on down. It, it, it flows from the head down. And whatever we're full of gets in every area. And so if I'm off by a degree at contact, it's going to send me to the, if, if I'm chartering a plane and you're getting ready to go from London to the United States to Los Angeles and you are one degree off, you will end up in a whole nother country, a whole nother place. So I need you to be encouraged that God is saying, son, it's not religiosity. It's not traditions of men, but it is a need because there is a remnant who is going beyond the veil. It's not a saying. It's not a cliche. They're going to go beyond the veil and see what no eye has seen and hear what no ear has heard and believe what no heart has ever believed or discerned. And it will be the glory of God that will change the world as we know it in our generation, that's you. I need to pray with you. I need to pray with you. You're hearing me, and that's why you've been under the pressure you're in. You've been in the battle you're facing. You've been in the war because you are a part of that army. That army I, I, I was preaching about, it's found in Matthew 16, 17, 18, and 19. They can put that up. Matthew chapter 16, 17, Jesus talked about this. Bless you, Pastor Fredlin. And Jesus said unto him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Verse 18 says, And I say unto you that you are Petros, the little rock from the big rock. And I will build my church upon the big rock, the little rock, Petros, from the big rock. And I will, I will have a church that is risen and the gates of hell shall not prevail. I said, the gates of hell shall not prevail. That gate will not prevail. Verse 18, the gates of hell. Now the word prevail means kata eats ko, to be stronger than, to be superior, to overcome, to prevail. Superior, down from stronger than, more money than, more influence than, more wisdom than, more finance than. No, 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 no. The world ain't going to keep it. 
All the money's in the hand of the world, all the influence, all the land, all the property, all the gates, Hollywood, business, even churches. There are churches that were built and funded by atheists because church is good carnal business to the wicked man. I said there are churches that are built by atheists. They were paid for. And they brought in these preachers to compromise. They said, don't you ever preach the blood. You can't preach the blood. Can't preach the name of Jesus. Certain things. There are, there are churches built that people listen to their music and watch their sermons on television that were built by atheists. And that preacher was paid for. And they said, don't you ever preach the blood. Don't preach on the name of Jesus. Certain things they're not allowed to talk about. You can preach all this other foolishness. You can see it on their life. Pray they repent or God will deal with them. Oh, well, Apostle, it is that serious. There is a line in the sand and you must stand on this word. The gates of hell will not be more than. For there are more with us than there are against us. And verse number 19 says, I will give the keys of the kingdom. Now, one thing that key does, according to Revelation 3, 7, it closes and opens. And 2024 is the year of the open door, but it is also the year of the closed door. See, when a door opens for one, it closes for another. That one door that opens for one, someone else was in that door. And when the, the door opens, the keys of the kingdom, you can bind, which means close. And whatever you close on earth will be closed in heaven. And you can open so the open door and the closed door are one and the same. I'm out of time. Are you hearing me? Revelation 3, 7 says, there's something called the key of David. It is worship. It is purity. It is passion. The key of David and to the angel of the church, says he that's holy, hath true, that has the key of David, and he opens and no man shuts, and he shuts and no man opens. The open door is also closed doors. God opens for one and God closes for another. This is what's going to take place radically, radically, radically. I need to pray for you as I'm praying for me. Lord, I pray over every hearer of the word today. These men that are a part of that army, these women of God that are a part of the remnant, and they've been through trial and tribulation and war and opposition. But I pray according to the working of your power that you strengthen every hearer today that they would be revived and refreshed. God, all that they've been, all that we've been through, let nothing we've been through get in our hearts, but actually let us be pure in heart, for we want to see the Lord. Let us have clean hands and a pure heart. Let us examine our heart, examine our ways. Let us be judged, let us judge ourselves that no man ever judge us. Make us one with you. Make us right before you. Make us holy. Make us set apart so that as you raise this remnant up to the high places, it would not be for our glory, but it would be for yours. That there would be fullness of power and fullness of glory and fullness of authority. Take us deeper. Take us higher. God, I ask you that you would release over every hearer today wisdom, revelation. Pray now. God, I pray as you examine in this time of consecration, hear me, hear me by the Spirit. We invite those under the, ear, the sound of my voice to take the rest of this month to examine, to pray, to examine hearts, to consecrate, to seek the Lord, 
because January is a month of examination, consecration. Things are going to be revealed to those that turn toward the Lord. I'm not against television. I'm not against entertainment, but I am telling you, God is calling some of you on this line. I said, God is calling you, some of you on this line to a time of consecration, separation, and as you consecrate before the Lord, you're going to hear the answer you've been waiting for. You're going to hear the, you're going to see the pattern. You're going to get the key that you've been waiting on all this time. God, as we seek you with all of our heart, with prayer and with fasting, make it clear to us what we need to do, what we need to be, what we need to release so that you can get glory and honor through us. Speak to our heart minister to our spirit that which is good and that which is well now every attack of our family every war i command a liberty in that captivity i de i decree liberty over that area of captivity the word captivity is not just slavery or bondage something's been carried away it's when you've been taken dominion over the enemy took the and it carried something away in your home in your family in your home in your marriage in your bloodline but i declare that god is returning and removing the captivity of ch the children of god because now he's leading captivity captive you were sown in darkness but you're going to release light you were sown into that area but you're going to release miracles you were sown into that brokenness and now you're going to release miracles signs and wonders this thing is going to be broken from the inside out. Hear me, man of God, woman of God, your child, your, your wife, your husband will be well. And they will be a testimony. The devil will, will be horrified. God will be glorified. And the name of Jesus magnified. I decree this over every hearer today that we see and hear and discern at a new way. God, open up our ears Open up our heart, open up our mind, open up our spiritual eyes to see and to know what it is we need to know so that you can get glory. And God, as we seek you as never before, let a line be drawn in the sand. I need your hands lifted. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that a line would be drawn in the sand, that a thousand would fall at their left and 10,000 their right, but it will not come nigh near or their house. I pray protection over them. I pray a covenant line on their doorpost that covenant men keep them and protect them and, and steward them for the purpose that you've ordained. This we ask in the name of Jesus and we give God the glory. And if you agree, somebody say amen and amen and amen. Well, the presence of God is moving. Bless you. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.